everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Online Roadmap Podcast, WVU Online's own podcast series. Today, we are joined by Liz Kelly, and Liz is a licensed clinical social worker and therapist with Talkspace. So thanks for joining us today, Liz. Thanks, Amber. I'm really excited to be here and talk about all things mental health and therapy and Talkspace with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. So if you would, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with Talkspace? Sure. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I'm a therapist and I've been in the mental health field for about over 10, for over 10 years now. And I specialize in grief and loss and depression and anxiety and life transitions. So I work with my clients on a lot of, lot of different issues. I've worked for Talkspace for coming up on three years, and it's uh, really been a lot of fun. I love the intersection of mental health and technology, so I've really enjoyed being with Talkspace. And, you know, on on the side, I've got two little kids, and I like to go hiking, and so I try to try to practice what I preach with what I talk to my clients. I would, I'm always talking to my clients about work-life balance, so I try to do the same thing, too, and be outside as much as possible. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so important to have that balance. I know that's something that I feel like working from home, I struggle with a little bit, right? <laughs> so thanks for that insight. So WVU is pretty new to Talkspace. So can you tell us a little bit more about Talkspace and who is eligible to use it? Definitely. So Talkspace works with teens and adults and it's an online mental health platform. And the way that we work with clients, it's a little bit different than traditional therapy. So when you think of traditional therapy, that's usually someone going into the ther- their therapist office, maybe you know once a week or once every couple of weeks for a fifty-minute session, and you know that's that's it. But with Talkspace, it's a little bit different. Talkspace, when you sign up for Talkspace, you go online and you give a little bit of information about yourself, and then you're given a few options for therapists, and you'll be matched with a therapist uh, licensed in your state that specializes in in the services that you need. So for example, if you say, you know, I'm, I live in West Virginia and I'm struggling with depression, you would be matched with a therapist in West Virginia who, who specializes in working with depression. And the nice thing about Talkspace is that, you know, one of the things I love as a therapist is I get to work with my clients in a few different ways. So on Talkspace, you can message your therapist anytime you want. You can either write them a message, you can leave them an audio message, which is kind of like, uh, leaving a voicemail. You can also leave them a short video if you want. You can share pictures. You can you know share other things with them. So everybody has access to a chat room. And then you can also have live video sessions with your therapist as well. So I believe that uh, your students get two 30-minute live video sessions a month, which is which is a great, great benefit to have. But what I love about Talkspace is that in addition to the live video sessions, my, I get to interact with my clients throughout the week. So you know, if someone is working on accomplishing a certain goal, I can check in with them during the week and see how things are going. Or if someone is experiencing having a really hard time, like let's say it's like 2 a.m. on a Saturday and you're having a really tough time, you can send a message to your therapist. So I, I do want to say that just um, that our, that therapists aren't available 24-7, but you're absolutely able to message them anytime you want. For example, you know, this morning I checked in and responded to messages from my clients. So some of my clients have left me messages from, say, like you know, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And so this morning at 8 a.m. when I checked in, that's when I responded to their messages. But I do therapists check in 
five days a week uh, to respond. Did you have any questions about, about how we interact with clients? But I, I love the, the intersection of the technology and the ability to talk to my clients on a daily basis if needed. Yeah, that's great and that our students are able to even just message and then get a response back during those those working days too. So that's good to know. Can I mention one other one other thing about the technology piece that I'm really excited about is that when I have a session with a client, let's say we're talking about a specific topic, um, like maybe we're talking about establishing healthy boundaries or assertive communication. Um, I can share resources with my clients really easily. So I, you know, after the live video session, I can say, Hey, you know, why don't you check out this article, you know, about this topic? Or I wanted to share you this meme on different ways to manage anxiety or this infographic. So I, and Talkspace makes it really easy for me to share resources with my clients. So I, I think that's a really nice benefit as well. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a really great benefit for our students. So I know that you mentioned that our students get two 30-minute sessions, I think you said a month. So how is that cost covered? Is it covered? Are those by, covered by WVU or do your clients have to pay additional costs uh, for those yeah. sessions? That's a great question. There's um, no cost to students. So uh, basically you sign up for the program and it's covered as a benefit through being because you're a student. Okay, perfect. And that's great for our students. So they get two, two kind of free sessions a month, right, that they can log in and work with a coach. So that's nice. Mental health, as, as we know, has been a growing concern and, and not just on campus, but I feel like with everything going on, right, just in the world. So we wanted to know specifically how Talkspace can help fill some of the voids expressed by our student body and mainly concerning like adequate access for for all. And you kind of covered this, but can you go a little bit further into detail with that? That's a great question. Right now, there's a really high demand for mental health services, which, you know, on one hand, I'm really happy that the stigma around mental health is decreasing. You know, more people are realizing that this is, is something that's helpful and it's necessary. And more people are deciding for themselves, like, yes, I, I, can you, I want to use mental, I want mental health services. I want to be in therapy. The, uh, the problem that we're facing right now is that there, it can be difficult accessing services because many places right now have waiting lists or it can be really hard to find a therapist. And for example, if you're, you know, feeling depressed or anxious, you know, it can be hard to even know where to start to, you know, where do I, where do I find a therapist? How do I go about picking the right one? What questions do I ask? So Talkspace streamlines the process. Basically, you go to Talkspace, you put in some, you put information about yourself. And then once you put in that information, you're given a choice of three different therapists and you get to read a short bio, find out a little bit about them, and then pick the one that you feel would be the best match for you. So it, it really takes a lot of the, the legwork out of the process. It's just, it's, it's a very easy way to get matched with, with someone and to get help in, a, in you know, fairly quickly. Very cool. And you kind of answered my next question about the pick your therapist. So our students, it's, it's pretty easy then, right? They just go on, fill out some questions, and then they're, are they matched to these therapists based on their needs? Or is there a certain way that it kind of gives them the three options? Yeah, you can, if you prefer a therapist that's a particular gender, you can specify that. You can indicate, you know, what you're struggling with, whether that's like anxiety or grief or depression or 
um, disordered eating, whatever the case might be. And then you'll be matched with a therapist that specializes in that area or has experience in that area. And you get to you get to see you know a photograph of your of your therapist, read a little bit about their approach, and then out of the and then out of the three choices you're given, you you get to pick one of those those folks to be matched with. Um, and I also want wanted to mention too that sometimes sometimes you work with a therapist and they may not be the right fit for you. So Talkspace also makes it fairly easy to change to someone else if you feel like perhaps your initial therapist isn't the right match. You know that's perfectly okay. You can you can give somebody else a try, so or, or you can you can be matched with someone else if you feel like your initial match, you know, wasn't wasn't the right fit. That's great to know too, Liz. How how would a student go about requesting that change if they needed to do so? They can actually do it in their account settings. So you know, one thing as a therapist, I always ask my clients for feedback. So I always encourage my clients to tell me if they you know what they like about our work together, what they don't like. So, you know, so maybe if you are considering switching to a different therapist, I, I would maybe think about, you know, bringing with your current therapist, maybe bringing up um, what you're looking for, maybe bringing up what, with what they bring up what you're not happy with. And, and maybe, and perhaps your current therapist can talk, talk things through and, and help tailor their approach to what you're looking for. But if you feel like it's just not the right approach, then, you know, the option is in your account settings to, to try out someone else. Yeah, that's definitely good to know too. So our, our students are really comfortable with who they're talking to and, and the approach that they're taking. And I think that's great. Just makes our students feel more like their needs are met, right? So that's great. So I know that our students can do a live video introduction with their coaches and that really you know allows them to meet their therapist in real time. Is that all included too within the WVU plan? Yes. Uh, so every client that comes to Talkspace is given a 10-minute intro video session. And so this is just a chance to meet your therapist, find out what they're like, maybe talk a, a little bit about what you'd like to get out of therapy. And so, so anyone who signs up for Talkspace is given a 10-minute intro video session. And then at that point, you can even talk about scheduling your, your next live video session or how you want to proceed from there. Very cool. I love the the live video chats. I mean, I, I even enjoy working from him now, just like our Zoom meetings. It gives me time to get to, to see people and actually get to know them. So I love that feature with you guys. So can you explain to me, I know you said like depression, anxiety, like are there different types of therapy that a student can choose from with Talkspace? Different therapists will typically put in their bio biography about about they'll talk a little bit about their approach so clients don't get to specifically choose the type of therapist or the type of therapy that they're looking for um, for example cognitive behavioral therapy is a really common one psychodynamic there's you know different different approaches um, but that's a, a really great question to ask your therapist even during the intro session is to say you know what what is your training you know how do you what is your approach to therapy what sort of interventions do you use? And your therapist should be able to speak on, on how they provide therapy. For, you know, for example, I take a pretty holistic approach with my clients. I like to assess my client's lifestyle, find out if they're sleeping okay, eating, getting some movement, getting outside. So I assess my client's lifestyle. I, I also use cognitive behavioral therapy, which is how thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are connected. I'm also very informed by mindfulness and about using mindfulness strategies to reduce stress. 
Um, and I'm also informed why acceptance and commitment therapy, which is about, you know, recognizing that we all have unhelpful thoughts, but it's about, you know, choosing which thoughts we want to follow and also about identifying what values we hold dear and using those values to make decisions and to inform our actions going forward. So I love talking to my clients about their values. So anyway, that was my very long way of explaining that uh, different therapists have different approaches. And that's definitely something you want to ask about. Ask what their training is in, ask what their specialties are, and ask what you can expect. You know, I also specialize in grief and loss. So oftentimes I'm looking at therapy through the lens of, of loss. And, and uh, you know, loss is sometimes much greater, bigger than, than the death of someone close to you. Can, loss can also be like the loss of, you know, the loss of, you know, when you go to college, all of a sudden you're, you know, kind of losing that connection to your hometown or you're losing your life you had as a high school student. Or, you know, for example, when you graduate from college, you know, you are all of a sudden, you know, that's that's a loss as well. So, so that process of, of adjusting. So it's it's always always good to to find out from your therapist how they how they view therapy, how they view their approach with clients. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And as you're when when a student's picking their their therapist or when they get the the three options, they get to to view the profiles then, correct? So that maybe the therapy options, would those be available there or no, it's better just to talk to the therapist. So some of that information may be in, in the therapist bio, but a lot of the more detailed information about the, the therapist training and their approach to therapy, that would be something that I would ask during the intro session. Okay. That's great to know. Thank you. Thank you for that. So some of our students, I, I know we work predominantly with the online student populations. So for our online students, some of them may be international students. So for students who may not have English as a first language, is that an issue or are they able to connect with a, a coach or how, how does that work? They should be able to, we do have therapists that speak more than one language, and that is something that someone can request if they're looking for a therapist who speaks a specific language. So that's definitely a possibility. Okay, great, great. I just have a few more questions. So it was noted that 80% of students found Talkspace to be effective or more effective than traditional therapy. Do you have any insight as to why you think that might be? Definitely. Uh, the reason why I think Talkspace is more effective than traditional therapy, particularly for students, is that you don't have to save everything up for your once a week therapy appointment. You know, for example, if, you know, it's a random Tuesday and you're having a really hard day or you're feeling upset because you didn't do as well on an exam that you expected or you're having issues with your roommate, you, know, you can send your therapist a message right then and say, like, this is what I'm going through. And that therapist, you know, will likely respond, you know, if not that day, they'll definitely respond the next day. You'll, you should, you'll get a message pretty quickly. What I like about Talkspace is that we can, I can problem solve with my clients a little bit more in the moment. You know, they're not saving everything up for their therapy appointment. You know, and I also can encourage my clients throughout the week too. You know, if some, if I have a client that's struggling with creating new habits or they're trying to, you know, reduce the time they spend procrastinating, I can check in during the week and say, you know, how is it going? You know, what's going well? What's not going so well? And, you know, and sometimes it's not a long message. It's just kind of a check in to say like, Hey, you know, how, how are you doing? What's going on? And, and, you know, and I, and I can provide a little bit of accountability and support throughout the week and, and not as opposed to just once a week or once every couple of weeks. 
That's good to hear. I mean, I like that the students can send those messages to you and, you know, kind of when whatever the situation is going on is happening. I I liked what you said there about having to save it until your therapy session. I think that's a huge benefit of Talkspace is that you are able to respond quickly and really kind of in real time with the students, you know, with the interactions and and check up more frequently. So I really appreciated that answer. I think our students will as well. I also really appreciate the fact that just the just writing out what you're going through can be therapeutic in and of itself. So sometimes when my clients are writing out what they're experiencing, what they're feeling, you know, that that process becomes therapeutic too. Just so it's almost like the chat room on top space becomes a little bit like a journal or a little bit like an ongoing clinical conversation. So, so my clients can go back and reread what they've written. They can go back and revisit resources that I've sent and they can really see progress along the way too. So, so I love the fact that, that the chat room can even serve as, as a journal as well and, and as an intervention itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, it's like, sometimes if you feel like you can't tell anybody, you just need to get it out and you can type it out, send it. And then it's just like getting it out of your head for that moment. Right. So, so that's awesome. That's awesome. So some of our students are, you know, our personnel may go through crisis situations. So my next question is, does Talkspace handle those types of emergencies or how do they handle those types of emergencies? So in terms of mental health crisis, you know, for example, if, if you're not, if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts or, you know, thoughts of self-harm, you know, talk space is, is not a, we are not a crisis center. So that's not what we're set up to be, but there are. So in, in that case, if, if, if you, if someone is in a mental health crisis, there are um, hotlines and things available that can, can help you 24 hours a day. But Talkspace is not really set up to, to, you know, to handle an immediate crisis. So if, if someone was really in danger of, of self-harm, I would definitely, you know, suggest the suicide hotline or to contact emergency services or your local emergency room. Because, you know, my concern when, when someone's, um, you know, having thoughts of, of self-harm or having suicidal ideation. And, and if those thoughts are really serious and there's a plan and, you know, I want that person to stay safe and I want the, that person to get support as quickly as possible. And even though the therapists on Talkspace are very responsive and we're very consistent in, in returning messages, we're not always available 24-7. So, so even though, you know, you do have access to your therapist throughout the week on a regular basis, you know, we, we are not a crisis center. Yeah, that's good to know. It's very good to know. Of course, or sorry, I did, I did want to oh, mention though that, that yeah. of, of course, though, you know, if you are having really, you know, difficult thoughts, you know, it, it's when somebody's going through really hard things, you know, having thoughts of suicide is, is something that's not uncommon. And, you know, and, and there's a, a difference between active suicidal ideation and passive suicidal ideation. Sometimes people have thoughts of like, I just don't want to be here. What is, you know, what is this all about? I just wish I wouldn't wake up. You know, that would be that I would consider to be more passive suicidal ideation. And, and those you know, those types of thoughts you absolutely want to take seriously. And, and that's a great thing to talk to your therapist about. But if you're having active suicidal thoughts, which is a little bit immediate, where perhaps you have a plan, you have the intent, you know, that's a situation where you, you want to make sure you get, get help right away. 
Yeah, and I like that that you mentioned even just your local like emergency room. I think students or, or just people in general don't think about that, but I think that's a great resource too. So, so for students who are worried about privacy, what should they know about Talkspace and, and the privacy policies? That's a great question. So just like if you were participating in traditional therapy, Talkspace is confidential as well. So we, our website is HIPAA compliant, which you know, means your health information is protected. The only exception to confidentiality would, would, be, would be if there was ever a safety concern. But other than that, you, everything you talk to your therapist is, um, is completely confidential and stays between you and your therapist. Awesome. Awesome. Any final thoughts or advice or or things that you would like to tell our students about Talkspace or or what you do or how they can best utilize the service? Sure. One thing I would like to mention is that you don't have to wait for things to get really bad before you participate in therapy. I mean, therapy can be helpful even if things are going pretty well. It's just if you have goals you're working on and you want some support, if you want to you know, figure out how to communicate better or improve your relationships or get an outside perspective, a perspective that's outside of your friends and your family, therapy can be a really great place for that. So, you know, so I don't want people to think that they have to, things have to be really, really terrible before they seek therapy. You know, if if you think that, you know, there's some things in your life you want to work on, now therapy is a great option to get some support. That's great advice. Definitely great advice. And I appreciate all of the information you gave us today, Liz. I think this is really great for our students to to know about. Like I said, we are newer to Talkspace at the university. So all of this information is awesome for them to be able to listen to and and kind of even just meet you in person so that you might be a therapist for some of our students. So thank you so much for, for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. And I'm, I'm so excited that um, there's going to be some of your students on Talkspace. It's really exciting. Yeah, thank you so much. And everyone, we will see you all on our next episode of the Online Roadmap Podcast. And have a good day. Bye.